Welcome to More Therapy, where your unlicensed professional will read your stories, hear you vents, and encourage you to make better decisions. If you like this video, go ahead and drop a like and passionately tap that subscribe button. Here we have a great, great, great show today with my good old friend Elizabeth and Sydney, and we're going to be giving her some advice on relationships. We're going to be asking her a series of questions and judging her based off of whether or not she is relationship material or if she needs more therapy. With, with caution though, we want her to be completely honest with us. We want to be very, very, very careful so that we don't uh, <laughs> tap on some buttons that should be touched. Hey, Sydney, how you doing? Hey, how are you? Good to be here. We're doing amazing. We're doing amazing. So, uh, first of all, glad to have you. Glad to have you. The first question we're going to ask you is, what do you think a meaningful relationship is to you? Um, I would say a meaningful relationship to me would be a relationship that's really like based on good communication. Um, and you just kind of feel, you know, comfortable enough to just really be yourself in that relationship and um yeah that's pretty much it just really big on communication and just being comfortable with each other that's what I think so how does a relationship enhance your life um I think it enhances my life by just having that type of support from a partner um that you probably wouldn't find elsewhere but like your family it's just a different type of connection that you would have that you wouldn't have with like your family members and um i think that would kind of enhance my life because yeah i'm not sure how it would really enhance my life because i'm so used to not okay. being in relationships so that's a hard question <laughs> i guess it would just uh, oh, enhance it okay. in a way that it hasn't been enhanced before because you don't really have that connection with somebody else but how would that be different than a, a friendship type connection could you describe it um I think friendships are more, um, I don't know, honestly, I can't, I, I can't even think. <laughs> don't worry, we can come back to that question if you think of something, yeah. so don't worry about it. Okay. Could you describe your dream man? So my dream man would be somebody who doesn't avoid um, difficult conversations. Mm -hmm. um, somebody who, I like people who make me laugh a lot. But when it's time to be serious, okay. um, like they can be serious. So I do want somebody who I would say they like to have a good time. But at the same time, when it's time to, you know, get serious, they're like, OK, let's get serious. And I would also mm -hmm. say appearance wise, maybe somebody, of course, I would prefer somebody who's like taller than me. I'm like five, six. Mm -hmm. So somebody who's taller than me, especially if I have like heels on. Um. <laughs> And somebody who's kind of, um, who I think like values work. I don't want to just, I don't want to say like just has just, you know, just have money, but you know, somebody who's kind of into handling business and, you know, just making sure their responsibilities are taken care of. And, um, well, out of all the things you said, uh, how does, how do those attributes of your dream man, uh, enhance your life or add value? I would say having somebody who's, um, you know, willing to take the load off in some situations, you know, that will kind of enhance my life because I don't have to be that, you know, strong, independent black woman all the time. I could just, oh, I can rely on my man to do that, you know? So um, that'll be one thing. And um, 
Yeah, I'll just say that for right now. Okay, that's fair enough. I like your answer. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Do you believe that you are a interesting person? I think I am. I think everybody's okay. interesting once you start peeling back those layers. Ooh, it's like onions, yeah, right? Yeah, definitely. Onions have layers. They, they do. <laughs> okay. So let me ask you this. What's interesting about you? Um, um, What's interesting about me? <laughs> wow, that's a question. Um, I don't know. How do I answer that? I would say I just... Like, what are your passions? What's something about you that captivates other people? I would say I like to I like to build good relationships with people, like outside of um, romantic relationships. I just like to kind of build communities and um, kind of just get the best version out of people, if that makes sense. I like to bring the best out of people. So some of my passions mm -hmm. is to like just help people out in the best way I can without sacrificing my own, um, you know, happiness, if that makes sense. Can you ask me another question so I can like answer? I was trying to think of. Yeah, what what is what are some of your qualities that attracts other people to you? Yeah, so I would say I'm very. Um, I don't want to say I'm different. Like, oh yeah, she's so mm -hmm. different. Like, um, people tell me that, but it's like, what makes me so different? You know. So I don't. Um, I don't know. I just don't really do what a lot of other people are like into. If that makes sense. Um, I'm not really big on social media so um not really like into trends and just i don't know that question is pretty hard for me so in regards to a relationship how do you maintain that interest over time the same interests that were there in the beginning yeah if you don't want the relationship to become boring uh -huh. or overdone how would you maintain that interest so the other person mm -hmm. your partner your lover will consistently be in love with you that's the yeah, so I would say just trying different experiences and like doing different things. Um, I think people start mm -hmm. to get bored with each other once because mm -hmm. they start to get like in a routine and um, they just, you know, do the usual, you know, eat, sleep, have sex, like, <laughs> all right, it's like do something else. So I would say just, you know, traveling, even if you go to like a different bar every night or just having date night, you know, once a week. Um, stuff like that. So you're not just so into a routine where it just seems like, all right, yeah, we're together. And I guess it's that's just how it's supposed to be. Because um, I could definitely have gotten bored with that. So yeah, just trying different things, I would say. Okay. Okay. That's fair enough. It's a great answer, actually. Thank you very much for that. Mm -hmm. To the next question, uh, Alyssa, do you have anything you want to input before we move on? Yeah. I mean, it's important to focus on things that interesting because we're trying to figure out like what type of person would fit you and how those interests between yourself and the other would blend together um when you say that you want to travel places i mean i've heard this statement made a lot but the thing about traveling is people want to go other places because they're looking for something novel now the question is do you really need to go somewhere else in order to find something novel well the answer to that is really no what makes something novel is the fact that someone has spent a sense of creativity in order to create an experience that they wouldn't ordinarily have so what we're really trying to ask you there is what sort of creativity do you have what kind of creativity are you looking for in someone else and how do you see your creativity blending together <laughs> okay yeah, that's a question. Um, how do I see myself? How do I see my creativity blending with somebody else's? Right. Um, <laughs> um so right, am I allowed to ask questions? Yeah, sure. 
How would you answer that question? Okay. Well, like, for example, I'm a piano player. I can mm-hmm. do magic trick. Um, you know, I, I, when growing up, I used to be good with my hands when it came to, you know, working with wood. Um, I like to play sports. But more importantly than these things is the fact that I'm the type of person who sees how there are different ways of putting things together in order to discover unnoticed efficiencies. Or I have a sense of suspense when it comes to realizing how symbols can suggest the value that really makes something exciting. So the idea there is it's like your entire experience when dealing with someone like me is the music that I play might have lyrics, it might have certain chords, it might have certain rhythms that actually represent the lifestyle that I want to have with somebody in order to make sure that there's an ebb and a flow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you know, if you want to use that kind of creative language, go for it. Um, so, um, I would say, um, I don't know how to put my words together. Sorry. Um, <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Can we skip this question? Because I don't know. I honestly yeah. don't know. That's all right. No worries. No worries. What makes you believe you are capable of staying committed to one person for the rest of your life? Um, I would say, I don't know. That's just. That's just how I feel. <laughs> There's nothing in me that says, okay, you're in a relationship with somebody else. You go date somebody else while you're in this relationship. I don't know. It just always been in me to just be loyal to one person. So even when I was in a bad relationship, the desire to be with somebody else was never there because I was already committed to that other person. So mm. it's just something in me. I can't tell you what, <laughs> but it's just, I don't really, I'm not into that. Okay, that's fair enough. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. What are your main relationship enders? Infidelity, mm-hmm. lack of uh, lack of motivation, commitment, uh, mental health. What are some of your relationship enders? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely infidelity. Um, I would say emotion, emotional abuse, any type of abuse. Mm-hmm. Really, I I mean, I haven't been physically abused yet, but um, not, you know, yet. Like, hopefully, that doesn't happen. But I think emotional abuse is you know can also be kind of bad and i would also say mental health definitely because you know just going back to what i was saying earlier i'm trying to well for me personally i'm just trying to like bring as much peace as i can to my life so if i know Mm -hmm. i'm kind of like better without this relationship because it's just not working out for me i would just remove myself from it because it's not bringing any value to my life at the moment that makes sense i don't really yeah. the point of investing time into something I know is a waste of time and I would rather just put that energy towards something else that would be more beneficial to my life so usually I'm the person to walk away. What uh, What about if your uh, partner has a mental health issue? Is that a relationship ender for you? I feel like if they're willing to recognize that they have one and you know seek the, the help they need then I would, you know, put the effort into being, I would invest that time and energy to be with them. But if they're just, you know, this is just how I am. You just need to accept how I am. Just like, you know, they don't see any room to change. I'm definitely going to leave because I can't, I can't, I can't help you out if you don't, you know, if you're not trying to help you out yourself. Let's say that your man of eight years was in a car accident and is disfigured. He couldn't work anymore, so would you stay in a relationship with him in the long term, but you'll be the primary provider to support him? Um, <laughs> I guess, um, it depends, honestly, if I'm being so honest. Um, about what? 
Um, like if this is my boyfriend and well, I don't know because I probably wouldn't be with somebody for eight years as my boyfriend. So this seems more like a fiance husband type of thing. Yeah, I would definitely stay, you know, through sickness and health. But if we're like boyfriend, girlfriend, if I'm being honest, probably not. But it, I don't know. I can't really because that it just depends on the situation. Like, I don't know. Because these are real situations that happen mm -hmm. to uh, actual couples. Yeah. I know this one lady uh, I work with, her husband, uh, he literally can't work anymore. Mm -hmm. So she goes to work and she supports the family. So this is just a question just to see, you know, how committed are you? Yeah. Uh, it, I feel like yeah. it depends on the situation. Um, okay. Depends on how much you love him? Yeah. And it's just, <laughs> <laughs> I think other things have to go into it too. So. Okay. Do you want to go into detail? about that um well let's see i'm trying to think how i could say that because that is a, a big commitment so i would say it just depends on like where we are in our relationship at that point like because of course i don't want to i wouldn't just up and leave you right after your accident happened but i would definitely make it a conversation to be like you know so what are we doing in the next six months are we gonna you know i don't know Honestly, <laughs> you're trying not to say something you might regret. Okay, I got it. <laughs> All righty, let's move on. What type of venues do you attend? Venues? Yes. Entertainment? Do you go out partying? Do you go yeah, to a club? So, do you go to movies? Um, no, the club definitely not my vibe. I would say. Okay. Recently, I went to I go to like few little art shows around the city. Um, one of my close friends, she has like her own. Um, clothing brand so she goes to different um i don't know if you ever heard like the atlanta streetwear market they host like pop-up shops so i go to stuff like that and I, I like going to concerts i prefer lounges over clubs but i just really don't like the club vibe like fair enough i don't know i don't really like the club but um uh, i do like to participate in like you know hikes and walks and just kind of any outdoor activities i like going to different sports games yeah just going like i like i don't know it's kind of different because i like the intimate um settings with the art shows and um poetry nights i've been to a few poetry nights at different little cafes and stuff like that those are pretty cool but then at the same time i do like the large crowd like different concerts and sports um games and stuff like that but as far as something I completely don't like is like the club. I just don't. I'm not into that. <laughs> so, well, what type of people do you surround yourself with? Yeah, so I really surround myself with people who are, I would say they they have, well, how do I describe this person? They, um, I feel like they kind of make their own path if that makes sense instead of following the path people tell them to follow. Um, mm -hmm. They kind of think outside the box. People who are just um, willing to build community um, and just have good lives. I don't know. Um, I would say um, I like to be surrounded by people. Um, yeah, I can't really describe. I don't know because I like to hang around a lot of different people. Um, I'm one of those people who um, I don't really judge people based on you know, their friend groups or, uh, you know, what they like to do. Like, if you're a man, you like to paint your nails, you know, like, that's your business. You can still be cool. Like, I'll, I'll, you know, you just, I don't know. I can't really describe 
it, I need to get better at describing stuff because I feel like I keep saying I don't know, but it's like I just don't know how to put into words. Do you expect to find your future husband at these venues and with the people that surround you? Definitely. That's good. Thank you. Uh, Alyssa, do you have anything you want to add uh, on this question? I'm thinking about how the long-term longevity of a relationship deals with what she said about having a sense of loyalty before. Because, you know, there's a lot of people out there who could um, pretend to have what she's looking for and they just keep up with appearances. You know, it kind of goes back into what she was originally saying about abuse. And I want to make sure that she doesn't fall for someone who's abusive, who simply claims to be loyal like herself, but actually isn't loyal. So when when you're looking for someone who's actually following through, you know, this is one of the reasons why we have creativity as such an important priority, because it shows their sense of commitment. It shows their sense of dedication. It shows their sense of involvement. It shows how they're actually interested in what you have to offer. My concern right now is it's like I, I hear a lot of responsibility out of her mouth. Um, and that's a good thing, obviously, because, you know, we want the relationship to be responsible. But responsibility is something that can turn on a dime. I guess I'm just I'm, I'm just concerned because I'm, I'm looking for something more specific, something more personal, something more detailed. I don't. I don't want this to be just a generic situation of, oh, I want someone who's simply a mature grown-up adult, because being a mature grown-up adult is important, but it's not everything, you know? Mm-hmm. So, is there any sort of style or panache or gumption that you're looking for? Or are you just looking for someone to surprise you with their own way? Yeah, I think that's the problem. I'm not looking for anything. So, um, I'm, I'm really just, like you said, the surprise, like, if you just I happen to run into you and you was like, whoa, kind of just, you know, yeah, that's that's what concerns me because if you're just looking for someone to stumble across, that can lead to you getting ambushed very easily because there are a lot of guys who are deliberately trying to find someone like you and then they just behave in this really sensational way. They grab your attention, they make you blush, they make you smile, they make you giggle, and then it's like, three months, six months down the line, they've sucked you into something and you're not quite sure what to make of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear where you're you coming from. But okay. I, I wouldn't say that I'm that that easy like that. <laughs> okay, um, fair enough. Like, yeah, I could be ambushed and you could probably tell me everything I want to hear, but then at the same time, I can kind of sense when it's like BS. So, mm-hmm. um, and then for Was me, it- my my guard is pretty high up so like mm-hmm. I said earlier if I feel like you're not bringing any value to my life I'm just like okay right. we're friends like I'm better off as being your friend because right. I just wouldn't want to waste that time with you so right I really... so this is, right right so this is the opposite problem now because now we can drift into cynicism territory where you can end up with people who are missed opportunities who come your way just because they're not impressing you sufficiently over a short enough period of time. I just, 
I, I feel like you're kind of playing it safe both ways now. Yes. And... That's, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> right. So that, that's why I'm really trying to hone in on the creativity aspect because a relationship is a romantic experience, you know? It's not just mm -hmm. a professional relationship. It's not just a friendship. What makes Eros Eros instead of being Philia or being Pragma is the fact that you have this indefinite sense of commitment and the other has an indefinite sense of dedication that the two of you are going to be involved with throughout the entirety of your lives. So there's supposed to be this mysterious sense of captivation where you're constantly intrigued by what someone is bringing to the table. I just when you think of something being intriguing, what does that mean to you? Something being intriguing. What, like interesting? Something no, like interesting is like, all right, when, when you say something is interesting, it's like saying this is your favorite flavor of ice cream, right? Or this mm -hmm. is your favorite dish when you go out to a fine dining restaurant, or this is your favorite movie to watch. Intriguing is, okay, this is an experience that you've had, and it symbolizes something deeper or something wider or something more elaborate that has the potential to unfold into the future. And you're hoping that unfolding process is so intense that it actually taps into your unconscious. Mm -hmm. um, this really what it means to fall in love rather than simply loving something. You know, it's that you actually lose track of what you're doing. You know, it's kind of like looking into a kaleidoscope. Right? So when you look into a kaleidoscope, you see all of these shapes that are constantly transforming in so many different angles and in so many different positions. And what ends up happening eventually is you just relax. And instead of actually trying to keep track of how everything is transforming, you just kind of let it wash over you, you know? That's what I'm really asking for. What are you looking to have wash over you? I mean, is it a bad thing if we don't know? <laughs> no, not entirely. I mean, you're not supposed to exactly know. And I'd say it's actually a good thing because it shows that you indeed do know what mystery is about when it comes to intrigue you know th there's an element to the matter which is unknown but it's not entirely unknown it's like part and part you know what i mean mm -hmm. so um, mm. i mean the way you described it um mm -hmm. so you're saying like if somebody was to give me a feeling that would um trigger my unconsciousness mm -hmm. is that what you're saying yeah um okay so if someone presents you with a dish or if someone presents you with a dance or if someone presents you with the opportunity to go somewhere that has an exotic landscape or whatnot, what's interesting is the sensation, okay? What I'm asking you to talk about is how does that interestingness transform in your mind into something more? What, what is the direction of something more that you are looking for? Are you looking for someone who is elaborate are you looking for someone who's concise are you looking for someone who can uh grab something out of the blue and surprise you what what type of intrigue are you looking for mm, oh um i would say yeah i guess i guess that just answers i don't really know what i'm looking for <laughs> okay i i would just but let, let's keep going, but just try to keep this in the back of your mind, because this yeah. is what we're really talking about when it comes to a romantic relationship, is the sense of intrigue. What do you believe you need to do to prepare for a long-term relationship? <laughs> I guess find out what's intriguing about that person. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, because I feel like, um, but how do you say your name again? Um Elicitus. 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 Yeah, you're asking me really good questions, and it's just like you're kind of making me think. Like, I don't know when do I find intriguing. Like, so maybe that's the answer. Just finding uh, mm. something that you find, you know, intriguing about a partner. Um, yeah, figuring that out because I have no idea. Okay. All right. Um. Well, that's the 
end of the questions, and we're going to go ahead and give you a relationship material rating. So I'm going to go ahead and deafen you for about a few minutes, and I'm going to speak with Elizabeth about your rating. You won't be able to hear us. You'll be able to see me mm -hmm. uh, as well, but we're just going to just speak and discuss uh, where you stand. What are your thoughts? Be honest. Well, I'm... I'm trying to listen to her tone of voice. I'm trying to listen to her sense structure. I'm trying to get a grasp of, is there something going on, you know, deeper down when it comes to her sense of intrigue that she just doesn't know how to express? Because I remember she was saying that she was kind of lost for words before. And it might be plausible that she does understand something, but she just doesn't know how to say what she understands. Um, mm -hmm. The first thing that comes to mind is, does she have a sense of epicness or a sense of legendariness? And my concern is that from the bad experiences that she's had before, it's plausible that she's a little bit disillusioned. But there's also mm -hmm. the sense that she seems to be someone who's well-established and that because she's well-established, she hasn't been able to relax and really contemplating what it means to be in this sort of epic or legendary situation. When I say mm -hmm. like legendary, I'm not talking about someone who's like, like proper society right i'm just talking about someone who understands how to have a deep understanding of what it means to spend time with you and making things have longevity right so my honest advice and concern at this point would be that she just needs to like take some time to mull things over which is kind of like what you do when you do yoga anyway right i mean you're trying to get in that state of mindfulness you're trying to simply be there in the moment and you're trying to really allow the little things all around you to get noticed in order to come together in some sort of bigger picture i'm concerned that she just hasn't done this enough and it's just something that a lot of people haven't done that much these days for better or worse um some people you know they don't do it because they're too lazy she definitely doesn't seem to be that case there. I mean, she seems more of a diligent sort than a lazy sort, so I wouldn't put her in that batch. Other people, I would say, don't do it because they're awkward. Now, is she awkward? Um, nah, I don't know if awkward is exactly the right word. I would say that sometimes people feel like their sensitivities shouldn't be put out there too much because they're worried about being taken advantage of. But I also feel like... I mean, she seems comfortable with her vulnerability. Mm -hmm. It's just, I kind of get a little bit of a dry impression, which mm -hmm. can be awkward. Okay, so I'll give you a classic example here. So a lot All of people right. are afraid to learn how to cook because they're afraid of creating a dish that is going to be of bad taste, right? Mm -hmm. That might be the sort of situation we're dealing with here um, it might be that she's afraid of expressing her creativity. I would just advise her in that case to take it easy and learn to experiment and realize that it's okay to make mistakes here and there. But it's not just about making mistakes. It's about realizing that taste is partially subjective. So when you're looking for a romantic relationship, you have to understand you're not looking to satisfy the public's taste. What you're looking for is to satisfy the taste of who you are specifically involved with while that person also satisfies your taste, right? It's about the specific mm -hmm. chemistry between you and the other. It's not about fitting in general into society. So this is one of the problems that happens a lot 
when it comes to people who are just kind of quote unquote not looking and they're hoping that something just comes across their way you have to understand that society in general is not going to be compatible with you anyone else or whoever right you have to understand Mm. that if you don't have a direction you're going to get caught up in these generic interactions that don't have a compatible sense of taste so it's only going to make things more difficult you know what i mean so you really do have to make that specific experimental commitment. So thank you for your input. I really do relate with everything that you're saying, and I do agree with a lot of it. And I wanted to know what what rating would you give her? A good, satisfactory, or needs improvement? Okay. So, okay. So yeah, we, we were talking about maturity, preparation, and appeal. So I would definitely say that she has an excellent sense of maturity because she knows how to responsible and taking care of business and making sure that things are handled appropriately right um for preparation to put her more in the middle of the ground um obviously she has you know some creativity she needs to work on there and as far as her appeal is concerned i don't know if we've talked enough about appeal so far um so that's more of a question mark than anything else i would say in order to pinpoint her appeal I, one thing that I find interesting about her is it's possible that she's mm-hmm. like the strong yet silent type. And I know that strong mm-hmm. yet silent types, they become more appealing when the right person just happens to come their way. It's like they're very mm-hmm. gentle, very graceful, very polite in public, da, 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 da. But then when the right person strikes, they get fired up very rapidly and they just, mm-hmm. they, they ignite into this sort of explosion. So it's very well plausible that she is that sort of person. So, I mean, if she wants to talk about that, we can talk about that. But right now, I would definitely say her appeal is a question mark more than anything else. We can we can take that out of our grading system for now because we have to wrap up. Okay. Um, okay. But, okay, so for my, in my opinion, she is very mature. She's a... Um, Here's the thing. She might be just tired today. and She's coming online. So I, I don't I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, that's she's not always like this because that's what we're people, right? We get tired. Yeah. Her preparation in terms of wanting to get into a relationship, I'll probably say about a four. Uh, it, it's not average. It's a little bit below average because it doesn't seem like she's actually trying. And she stated that multiple times. Her value of a relationship. I don't really see her ever stating that a relationship is her focus point in life. Uh, I don't really get that vibe from her with how she was answering her questions. It was more like, oh, if a relationship happens, it happens. She was very serendipity about it, which is why I give her three, because it doesn't seem like she would care for one. It's The next one is realistic or unrealistic expectations towards men. Uh, I don't really know how to rate her on this one. What would you think about this one? I think that in some regards, she's very realistic because she okay. understands how a man has to be involved. A man has to you know, participate. And what she said before about wanting to be independent, but then wanting someone to depend on, that seems normal, right? The unrealistic part is, it's like she's expecting someone to just have that sense of intrigue without knowing the sense of intrigue, which again, isn't all bad because intrigue does involve a part of what's unknown as well as a part of what's known. But Mm -hmm. you have to know the known part, right? So, Mm -hmm. again, I'd put her in the middle of the road situation there. Okay, so maybe like a five, which is average. Yeah, five, six, something like that. 
her self-value to captivate someone aside from her looks. I give her a three, uh, but again, I did like what you mentioned before that she might just need the right person to come along to be able to captivate him. But it puts me in the question where do you have to be naturally captivating or do you have to be captivating for the right person? It's about having that sense of yeah. experimental taste, yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'll probably just say, I'll, I'll keep it like a, probably a three or four. Can she stay committed? I gave her a seven because she was very realistic with her expectations if her husband were to get into a, were to get a life-changing injury. She said that, yeah, if I'm married to him, I'll stay with him. But then she also said it depends. So it puts her in this middle of the road area where she's figuring out how much does she love the guy to I stay. Would, I, would, I would give her a better score than that because loyalty these days really doesn't really focus on life-changing events like that so much. It focuses more on chemistry matters, but she seems to have a strong sense of loyalty such that she's willing to see how chemistry can ebb and flow. My thing is when she says that she wants to depend on someone, this seems to include the cultural aspect as well where it's as if she wants to be in a relationship with a man who can regularly entice her in this, that, and the other way, which isn't always a bad thing. I mean, if you can find a really playful, energetic, creative guy that has all sorts of activities and all sorts of curiosities that they want to share with you, then mm -hmm. she might enjoy being submissive to that sort of man. That's fine. Makes sense. So, you know... Even when it comes to the realism side, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to give her a five or a six and nothing lower. It's just that she understands how men can be passionate, and it seems to be the case that she wants a man who's passionate. With the people that she surrounds herself, I gave her an eight because she seems more like the sophisticated type. She right. likes hanging around art shows, and it seems mm -hmm. like she has a sense of class to her, which is very respectful. Right. About a five, five point seven five. So it's that, satisfactory. Huh? That low. Hmm. I thought that she was going to be a little higher than that, but okay. Well, the only thing that's holding her back is her value in a relationship. That's an outlier. And then her ability to captivate someone. Because most relationships, the average marriage is like seven years. And hmm. it's like, how do you maintain that interest over time? And if she doesn't have an answer, right. she's just going to be another statistic. Right, right. So okay. let's go ahead and invite her back and let her know. Okay. Hey, buddy. Okay, so we had a very fun and amazing time having you on today and we just wanted to give you our score and we'll tell you a little bit more about how we uh judged and uh based the score off of but are you ready well let me ask you this what do you think your score is if we were to rate you out of 10 in terms of relationship material like as far as me being ready for a relationship yes being relationship material i would say maybe uh or i would give myself four Okay. Um, so the interesting thing is we actually gave you a score that's a little bit higher. Uh, we gave you a 5.75 <laughs> out of 10. So, <laughs> so congratulations. You beat your own expectations. Mm -hmm. We saw that you were very mature, which is actually a very, 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 very good thing because maturity is a huge part of relationships. Uh, we also saw that you were very realistic towards the type of men that you wanted. The way that you described how you would be committed to a man, we thought that that was very amazing. And we said, okay, well, we gave you a really high score on that as well. Another th place that you stood out uh, in was your sophistication, where we asked what type of people you hang around with, what type of venues do you attend, and you gave us a really great answer. And we thought that that is only going to lead to better outcomes because you're surrounding yourself around the right people. Now, the shortcomings that we found was going to be probably where your preparation was. Your preparation was fairly low because it didn't seem like you were really interested in preparing for a relationship. Um, and then we also saw that your value of a relationship was your ability to captivate someone and maintain that interest over time. We realized that 
you might need some work in those areas before you uh, get into a serious relationship. What value do you bring and how do you maintain that interest? I think those are some really deep questions to just write about and sleep on. But yeah, other than that, um, yeah, 5.75 out of 10. Uh, I really had an amazing time talking to you. Do you agree with that score? Or do you think that there's something else that we need to add or something we're missing? Um, yeah, I think y'all have scored based on the responses I gave y'all. So yeah, that's valid. There was one thing that we kind of talked about that I wanted to ask you about. So are you the type of woman who opens up a lot after the fact that you find someone who's intriguing? Like you find yeah, yourself transformed? Okay. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm one of those people you have to like break the ice with and then after you break the ice you kinda have to break it a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. So, um yeah, I definitely do become open um after Right. And and once you do open up like, like there's a lot going on, right? Mm-hmm, definitely. And sometimes I think that's why I don't like opening up to people because like once I do, it's just kinda a lot. And that might be too much for people. Mm-hmm. And I don't want right. to give everybody that opportunity to see that side mm-hmm. of me anyway. We, we talked about this. Like you, you seem to be the sort of person who's like the strong and silent type. But then you mm-hmm. have a lot of deeply embedded passion that once you know you can share it with someone who's really worthwhile, you go wild with them. And mm-hmm. things That's just totally true. block. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, I would agree. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. Um, thank you very much for joining us today. Mm-hmm. Do you have any comments, concerns, or compliments you would like to say before we go ahead and end the show? Um, well, this was interesting. Um, my first podcast, and um, I feel like you guys are being very professional. So um, I wish I could have answered some of your questions a little bit better. So um, you guys have given me some things to think about, definitely. And I appreciate mm-hmm. that, and thank you for this opportunity. Thank you very much. Uh, feel free to leave some questions down in the Discord if you want to set another meeting up or if you just have a general question. We'd love to answer it. We'd love to have you in our community. Mm-hmm. So thank you again. I'm going to go ahead and end our session for today. All right. Thank you so much.